What's up, everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. Howdy, howdy. All right, welcome back. We are going to, so continuing on with our um, supplement. Mini-series. Mini-series. This is a heavy topic, and um, (laughs) no matter how much I um, was looking for prep work and just to have some reference material, this could be multiple shows um, because it's probably one of the most heavily used supplements and probably the most widely misunderstood. Um, We're talking about uh, pre-workouts today. Mm -hmm. and. It's pretty much 50-50. People that don't mind taking any supplements will take a Mm pre-workout, but usually people that hate taking supplements won't even consider it. Um, Even if it does the stated promises that a lot of them cover, Mm -hmm. most people won't touch them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, I always like to kind of set the table because I think you're, um, in some ways, you kind of can represent the consumer, Mm -hmm. you know, the the end user um, Mm -hmm. as far as an understanding. Um, I know you don't geek out as much as I do <laughs> on some of this stuff. So I, we're going to have a different, um, a little bit more of a broader gap in the particulars of a pre-workout. Oh, absolutely. You're probably going to be mostly focused on how it tastes, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going <laughs> to mostly be like, what the heck am I paying for? Right. Yeah. Um, you're way more, uh, science-y about. Geek nerd. Some stuff. I'd say nerd. Uh, I was going to be kind with science Science-y implies that I like know a lot more than I think I do. Um. You know a ton. Oh, thank you. Yes. Right, so uh, as a kind of cons- representing the consumer base, mm-hmm. um, do you take a pre-workout? Um, why do you take it or why don't you take it? Um, is there too much misunderstanding? Mm-hmm. So I guess, where are you with it? What do you, what's your understanding as to why somebody would take it? Yes. So my understanding of a pre-workout is that it helps you um, with your energy mm-hmm. and kind of, and that's both in your mind and your body to get ready for a workout. Well stated. Yes. Um, um as far as concerns, what was some of the things that most people are worried about or that you've been concerned about? Uh, overstimulation. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, I don't think pre-workout for myself has any different of a um, reaction than too much coffee. So if I drink too much caffeinated coffee, I have the same issues or I'd say and concerns as I would with a pre-workout. Okay. Um that's perfect. Yep. And, and then um, you would also ask, do I take it? And the interesting thing that a lot of our listeners probably don't know about me is forever in a day, I was a PM worker outer. <laughs> um, so I would go to work and I would go to like the gym and do my thing after work for a long time. So I never even gave pre-workout a, mm-hmm. a side look because I was like, I'm going to be up all night if I take anything. Again, fully not understanding the intent behind it, how long it would last, and just not asking you about it, not to be stubborn, but mm. it's because like I'm like I'm cool, I don't need it, I'm good. A hundred percent, it will disrupt sleep. 
um, and depending on what's in it, we're going to cover just a couple brands today, um, just to oh, give fun. some contrast and how different they are. Mm -hmm. And we'll cover some of the um, most, well, quickly cover some of the most widely included supplements or um, ingredients ingredients mm -hmm. to look for. Awesome. Now, nobody's going to carry around a cheat sheet to this. Yeah. So <laughs> I think predominantly people are going to be driven by cost, mm -hmm. uh, which is why a lot of people are doing like Costco C4. Yep. You oh know, my gosh. Um, so uh, I think at one time they were telling they were selling two containers of C four for like uh, forty bucks. Those are really cheap. Um, but then you get up into the GNCs and you got then limitless online choices, mm -hmm. and they've all got cool names like Thor and you know Turbo <laughs> Turbo Boost and I mean everything under the sun kind of ridiculous mm -hmm. branding. And next to price is probably the branding. Mm -hmm. What does it look like? 100%. Right. And we know that um, one of the organizations that uh, we've been close to, um, as far as the people that were endorsing it, mm -hmm. was a little bit of a, f mm, what's a nice way to say it? Untruth. They're false. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you'll get some people that will endorse products, mm -hmm. um, but they're typically paid for it. Yep. And some are. Uh, some nefarious brands, uh, they will just kind of throw a bunch of results that have nothing to do with the product and kind of defer or imply that um, these people got these results on these supplements. Mm -hmm. And one of the downsides with um, paying attention to as, as much marketing as I do now is that I've seen some ugly. And oh, yeah. it's um, I'm one of those idiots that thought, well, if it isn't true, somebody can't say it, <laughs> you know, that somebody would call them out on it mm -hmm. when there is no consumer protection. Um, one, somebody has to prove that it's false, which I imagine that's legwork and, mm -hmm. you know, time, energy and money. Mm -hmm. But then, um, you know, how much harm is done to the consumer by presenting results based on a product that they never used. Correct. Uh, but then what's the difference between an endorsement? Well, not so an endorsement. You got, you know, Shaq sitting there with a bottle of something saying, I drink this every day and it's great. Right. That's on him. But when um, a company takes 50 transformation photos and says, these people got these results on this product. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like anybody who sees an endorsement by a celebrity, you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt, mm -hmm. with a grain of salt, because yes, they may drink or use the product or maybe they don't. But exactly what you said, this particular company, we knew that those transformations mm -hmm. couldn't possibly have come from the products because the products didn't exist mm -hmm. at the time that those transformations had happened. They showed up on the market with all these transformations. Exactly. All right. So uh, the two big things people are typically looking for are thermogenics mm -hmm. and ergogenics. Oh, gosh. No, so this is easy. Thermo, thermogenic. They make you hot. Make, it raises your body heat. So okay. that's typically your fat burners. Okay. Um, some pre-workouts have some thermogenics in them. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I've seen studies where caffeine can go either way as an ergogenic, which mm -hmm. means in performance, or it can be, you know, raises your heart rate, raises your heart rate, which means your body temperature goes up. You can look at it that way, depending on the dose. Um, ergogenic is just something that enhances performance. Okay. Um, now, when you're looking at the back of a supplement bottle, you've got a, li a list of things that most people don't understand um, with doses they don't understand, mm -hmm. all right? And here's the big thing with the supplement industry. And we've talked about this when you're looking at a, a clinical dosage. So when they research something, they being smart people, and it is in a true research paper. So mm -hmm. something that you'll find on PubMed or NCBI, which means there's researchers um, with big brains and it's been vetted by their peers and they came on and said, this is valid. You know, we agree that these findings are legitimate. 
there's not many that fit the legitimate category when you're looking at pre-workouts. And here's the shady part. They don't have to. Right. So if somebody tells you, uh, uh, crap, um, you know, a, you know, ground up orangutan hair is good for, you know, <laughs> 10 extra performance points. They can put whatever they want on there. It's not research backed, but the consumer is not looking for the research. They're one bought by price, which is why they pick it up. Mm -hmm. Then the branding, like, Ooh, I like the colors. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. what's the flavor? Mm, I'll try this. That and if it fits me. the budget, <laughs> hits the marketing right. and it doesn't taste bad, they're going to probably keep using it. Yep. Um, but what they don't know is that you're taking stuff that's so clinically underdosed, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, or it has things in it, ingredients that have not been tested or shown to be neither a thermogenic or an ergogenic. Mm -hmm. So if you're taking a pre-workout, you want performance enhancement. Right. I mean, duh, that's the only reason you're taking it. If you just want to have some Kool-Aid before you go to the gym, just make Kool-Aid. Yep. Put a little sugar in it and you're going to probably get more benefit out of that <laughs> just with a little bit of energy bump than buying something that's got all kinds of sketchy, untested, unvalidated ingredients. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I always like the test when they do like, um, they have the um, control group mm -hmm. where it's like you give somebody a placebo and just because they think it's going to have a reaction, they end up having that reaction, but it's not even possible. I love it. And that's, that reminds me a lot of, of a lot of the pre-workouts on the market. Cause somebody will be like, oh my gosh, I took this. And then, you know, us having me having a little more knowledge than them and you having a ton we flip the container over, read it, and we're like, oh, it's not even possible. <laughs> oh, my. How would you like to be in that study group where everybody else put on like three inches of leg size and you were in the placebo category and didn't grow at all? <laughs> so you spent 16 weeks in their trial and you didn't, you came out of it the same. I'd be like, what the shit? Why didn't you put me in the freaking, the other group? Um, okay. So, so real quick, let's go over some of the, just the, um, the big supplements that we're going to talk about. Um Beta alanine, you're going to see this in a lot of supplements. So beta alanine is something you want to make sure it's in there. Mm -hmm. The good thing with this is it's, um, it increases, it's your ability to do um, uh, endurance work. So it kind of buffers, beta alanine is going to buffer that lactic acid um, mm -hmm. effect. Mm -hmm. So the downside to that is, is that there needs to be a specific dosage for that to work. And I think it's six milligrams a day. Mm -hmm. So if you have a supplement that's got one gram of um, beta alanine yeah. in it, the novice is going to go, oh, beta alanine. I recognize that as something that I need, mm -hmm. but the dosage is only a gram. Uh, so you're not um, getting what you need to have the effects even, of it. Right. So uh, what you're taking is a trace amount. Mm -hmm. um, and the study, I believe it was beta alanine, six grams a day for like 30 days, mm -hmm. every day for 30 days. By the time your body had enough buffering of this, that it actually made a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, here's a cool hack. If you want to do better lactic acid buffering, baking soda, five grams of baking soda, and you don't have to build up on it. That's so wild. You're going to be burping a little bit, but that, I mean, it's an antacid. So you, you consume baking soda and I've used that before, um, on competitions mm -hmm. and things. We just want to kind of get a little bit of an edge that mm -hmm. can help, help you produce a little bit more output. Yep. So beta alanine is a big one. Can I um, make a comment about yeah. beta alanine? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people who have had, um, I had a very strong beta alanine um, reaction a long time ago <laughs> because it makes your like skin tingle. Horribly. And if you don't know that that is the ingredient, you think you're over caffeinated. So it's a common confusion, but it's, it's one of the most hilarious side effects of that supplement where you just, your whole body gets like red tingly you're like out of control you're like Nye. 
You know, it's interesting with that. A lot of people, they'll see that effect. It's like, oh yeah, it's working. But the reason there's not six (laughs) grams in there is um, six milligrams is people won't be able to handle it. No. I mean, there's going to be so much. (laughs) Oh my God. They'll, they'll freak out. They'll, they'll take themselves right to the hospital. Exactly. Um, so they can, they probably keep the dosage low just to make sure that people don't reject it. It's grams, not milligrams. Mm-hmm. So four to six grams a day for daily dosage. Um, but if you gave someone that full four grams, they would freak. Yes. I mean, we've had people that uh, they take it, they get that little bit of tingle, they get the flush, their face is red. It looks like they're going into a crack overdose. Yes. And they're like, this is horrible. I hate it. Yep. So uh, to the defense of the manufacturer, they can't put as much in there, Correct. but they don't put that on there and you don't know. Right. Now, because it is four to six grams per day to build up the clinical dosage, you can take it in small amounts throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So if you get beta alanine in a capsule, mm-hmm. you can take the, the, the limited dose just under what it makes you feel tingly and then go from there Go from and there. still get the benefits That's of right. it. That's right. Yep. So the other one is creatine. So we've talked about that before. Creatine is a, um, it's a huge ad. The downside to creatine is you're going to see a lot of companies they will put some bull jive creatine. We talked about this on another podcast. Mm-hmm. They come up with different versions, mm-hmm. um, different forms. They're, the big thing with creatine is uptake. How much can I get in the cells? Mm-hmm. Once you hit that saturation level, it doesn't matter what else is in the product. You can't take up anymore. Mm-hmm. There isn't any more room for it. So once the body hits full saturation, but creatine monohydrate is king. Nothing has ever come out that has shown to be any better effective than creatine monohydrate. But- and just looking at some of these other products here, I'm not going to mention the names. They've got all kinds of twisted types of creatine in there. Tricreatine, oh, malate, uh, creatine, HCL, HCL. They don't show, there's no clinical proof that they do anything. Oh, interesting. Keep in mind, why does this matter? If my product was only 40 bucks um, and you've got a couple things in there that are either underdosed or experimental, I'll roll with it. But when you start looking at things that are 50, 60, 70 and above, yep. I want a lot of everything that I need, or yep. I'm, I'm not going to buy it. But a lot of people, they associate high dollar with high value, and it's not. Yeah, you made a very good point. If you're just kind of looking for that buzz, then you're not going to even flip a label over and read what's mm-hmm. in it. But if you're looking for all of the benefits of pre-workout, not just that quote-unquote buzz that you get from it, mm-hmm. you really should be reading your labels. But then how do you know the dose? Yeah. Okay. So it's got to have creatine. We want to have beta alanine unless there's some, that tinkle that we talked about, it's, there's no adverse side effect other than it being completely uncomfortable. And the first couple of times you might freak out Yep. because it's, you've never felt it before. <laughs> Literally did. pins and needles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you mentioned the other one, caffeine. So mm-hmm. this is a, this is a big one. Yeah. Uh, caffeine's where you're going to get your stimulant. Um, now what's interesting is that when you're looking at, you're going to see anhydrous, which is the, uh, it's the purest form of uh, that product available. They have different andrias, andrias of anhydrous, sorry, mm-hmm. of different things. And it's kind of just saying, hey, this is the purest form of this. Mm-hmm. Now with caffeine, it's not one for one. So a typical uh, cup of coffee is uh, 95 milligrams of caffeine. They typically, they in, in reality, range anywhere from 90 to 200 mm-hmm. milligrams of caffeine. Um, anhydrous can have a little bit more potency because it's absorbed a little bit faster and it's a little bit more pure. So you're oh. looking at two to two to 300 milligrams. Now there is a, a ratio to that. So it's three to six milligrams per kilogram of body weight. 
So if you're a 200 plus, 250 pound plus person and you're looking at a pre-workout that's got very low dosage of caffeine, you're not going to get the stimulant, which leads a lot of people to have to double dose. Right. So now if you're looking at an expensive product on the back and it's only got 15 servings on it and I've got to take two. Oh yeah, you're done. Now I'm down to 14 days or less Mm -hmm. taking a product to get the same type of response that I'm looking for. It's supposed to improve performance. Mm -hmm. Now caffeine has been shown that when you take caffeine, um, it can do, oh, I'm going to miss this. Um, it can do more in protecting this and glycogen stores. So it can do more in protecting how much sugar you burn out of your muscle um, for the workout. So instead of depleting what you've got, it can be used on top of. Mm-hmm. Um, that way they kind of work hand in hand. You know, when the caffeine might um, start to roll off the effect, then you do have stored glycogen to help continue on. But the idea is it protects you from being depleted during a workout because it gives you that bump. Gotcha. Um, that makes sense. I think the interesting th- thing too with um, caffeine, that's another thing to pay attention to the uh, dosage of it because um, there is a ton of research that supports that caffeine can have the exact opposite effect that you're looking for. So if you overdose, quote unquote, sure. on caffeine, you can actually become more tired. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there's been some cool some cool research with that. So it's kind of like, I think, for yourself, kind of, if you're going to do a pre-workout and you find yourself completely overstimulated and crashing, maybe you had that cup of coffee in the morning you forgot about, and then you did the pre-workout, so it could be. Oh, my gosh. I have done, much. I have done, because uh, I make strong coffee, um, I've made strong coffee, I took a pre-workout, and then took something else, like right after the workout, I didn't realize it had caffeine in it. And it will make you sick as a dog. I mean, you can you can absolutely take too much caffeine. Uh, that's a horrible experience. Um, that's when you feel like your hair is growing as you're walking. <laughs> well, you become completely irrational. Your stomach hurts and you're like, what the hell's going on? By the time you realize it's caffeine, it's already wearing off. Exactly. Um, now, some, something else uh, that's big to look for is citrulline malate. So anything that can that's kind fancy. of- Huh? It's a fancy word. Yeah. So anything that raises nitric oxide levels, oxide levels in the blood, uh, think of that as um, a little bit more uh, vascular availability of oxygen. So mm-hmm. we want more blood, more oxygen. Um, the idea is you're going to have more access to energy. So more oxygen in your blood, more um, more more energy production. Now, citrulline malate, I'm not 100% on the clinical dosage of that. Mm-hmm. You want to have it in there. Um, I know a lot of the... F- you're looking at, uh, it's a two to one ratio on that stuff. So it's anywhere from a thousand milligrams to 3000 milligrams. Um, that will save you money from having to take a separate NO2 nitric oxide booster. Um, you do want the blood flow. And I know that like, um, beets are big with that too. So they make uh, dehydrated beet caps. Um, it's, you can take Ew. yeah dehydrated beets, which dehydrated helps as they, beets. well, you don't, it smells I'm, like beets, but it doesn't taste oh, like I love it. beets. Yeah. So I'm cool with it. I hate beets and I'll still take it. Um, <laughs> Betaine. So when you're looking at increased water retention, so betaine is another big one. Um, this is a great training supplement. So cellular protection in normal conditions. So as you're working out, cells have the, they're exposed to the potential to be damaged. Um, and because you're able to keep more fluid into the muscle, you're able to protect those cells a little bit better. So betaine is, that's an old school supplement. You'll, you'll see that in a lot of stuff that's been around for a while. And then I'm going to jump over to uh, one more minimum. And that's going to be BCAAs. And we've talked about those as well. So we referenced some studies that were talking about um, if you're training and taking BCAAs, you can actually start repairing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the study, but it was um, leg exercises. And they showed that um, repair happened very fast over a period of time. So 
BCAAs are also in there. And we've talked in previous uh, shows, you're taking BCAAs on top of this, mm-hmm. on top of your way. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a lot of branch chain amino acids. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be in here as well, unless you know you're taking too much and you're, I've never heard of anyone overdosing on BCAAs. I haven't either. Um, and there are other benefits. We've talked about that in the other show. Yep. So those are the, probably the minimums that I would look for. Um, wh- where are you at now? How's that? F- what are you thinking? How is that? Is it too much? No, no, no. No, I don't think it's too much. I think that it's, y- you said lot. it, you said it um, when we started. We could do multiple shows on all the different types of pre-workout. But I think the thing is, there are a few ingredients that if they are not in your pre-workout, you are truly missing out on all the benefits. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the bottom line. And that is the most important part to remember that it's not just a, something where you're looking, flipping it over going, you know what, I need the caffeine, bro, I need the caffeine Mm -hmm. because you can get caffeine outside of pre-workout. So that's not the most important thing. But if you want to maximize your results in your workout, there are so many supplements you can take and pre-workout is one of those mm-hmm. if it's got the correct ingredients. Yep. 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 Um, now I'm, I know I'm just, we're just going to put everyone to sleep if we keep talking about <laughs> all the boring stuff. So I'm not going to keep going there. Now things to look for in a pre-workout and we talked about them in some of the other supplements. Um, when you see something that says proprietary blend. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm going to talk about another I'm going to reference a supplement that I'm not going to name. Um, one, if there's things in there that have not been proven, we talked about this, they haven't been shown to have any ergogenic um, benefit. Okay. Okay. So, which means it's not performance enhancing. They just okay. put it in there. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't substrates and there aren't little things like you're overdosing in B6 and B12. We know that those can improve the perception of energy, mm-hmm. um, but they're not shown to be training aids. It's like taking a multivitamin. Um, another reason supplement companies will do proprietary blends is that they can't be compared to anymore. Absolutely. So if you've got someone that doesn't know, they're looking at their left hand and their right hand, they're like, well, this one's got this proprietary, eight grams of this proprietary blend, and it's got all the things in it that we love, so I'm going to go with that one. Mm-hmm. Now, the one that I'm talking about. Yep. What- and I'd like to say, too, along those yeah. lines, um, we are – we are comfortable promoting the supplements that we do because you or you and I have met the people behind those supplements. So for us, their proprietary blend would not be something that would freak us out. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to sneak something in there or it's, you trust them, the product delivers what it said that it did. So it's easy for us to stand behind something that has those words on it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking at so here, so this one that we're looking at right here, it's got eight grams, eight and a half grams of power output blend. So we Ooh, see it's got cit- yeah, citrulline, beta alanine, creatine monohydrate, another creatine, another creatine, <laughs> and theobromine. At 8.8, as far as we know, there could be six and a half milligrams, 6,500 milligrams of all creatine and yes. trace amounts yep, of the yep, other yep. things. Absolutely. But because they're packed in there and they don't break them out... Any any product line that will not give you a hundred percent transparency in what's in there is shady as AF. Mm-hmm. I mean, saying proprietary blend. If it's proprietary, if you're going right. to roll it up and hide it, yeah, it's not it's not science. We're not talking about your tried and tested. I mean, especially when you put common shit in there. Mm-hmm. So if you want to create a better product, um, show what you put in there. Yes, right down to the wire. I yep. want to know. If you know it's garbage, you hide it. Mm-hmm. 
That's the shitty part. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, creatine has been around for so long, it's easy to produce, it's cheap, it's widely available. So if you're going to pack my supplement with my pre-workout with shit tons of creatine mm-hmm. and call it roses, I mean, that that's not going to fly for me. Um, now, same thing when you're looking at like um, what they're doing now is they're putting nootropics. So not only are you going in there for the performance benefit, I want my blood pressure up, a little bit of uh, heat elevation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about nitric oxide, uh, which means gets more blood flowing. Obviously, when you've got more blood flowing, your brain's going to spark up a little bit, um, more oxygen to the brain. But then when you're looking at nootropics, you're looking at things specifically tuned like alpha GPC. You're looking at things that are meant to enhance mm-hmm. mental focus. Um, it's it's interesting. You know, when, when you get into a, an endurance workout or something uh, intense, blood all comes in from the limbs and it goes right to the organs, right? So you're obviously going to have a more dense access to uh, blood flow and oxygen and everything. So you're, there's already going to be an effect once you get the heart rate up. And you start doing something high intensity, the body goes into that protection mode, um, and more more muscle. I'm sorry, I got that completely backwards. The uh, the blood is put into where they're needed. They're drawn from the organs, drawn from digestion, um, and it goes all towards the active muscles. So there is a redistribution which gives more oxygen, more access to nutrients and supplements during high intensity. I got it backwards. I like it. I said that the I got my fight or flight reflex mixed up with um, endurance and working out. Fight or flight, um, you lose blood in your limbs. Um, sorry, I got backwards. Um, we'll forgive you this time. That's right. So nootropics are great. Um, when you're looking at focus, it's tyrosine. Uh, caffeine also helps with that. Taurine and theanine. Now you have ty- uh, taurine on your list. Yes. Okay, so. Yep. So the only thing that I know about that for sure is that it is tied to mental performance. That's it. Um, Look at me go. So, so taurine's also been around for a long time. Um, and it's one of those easy things that you can take. It's readily available. It's cheap to make. Um, and it's heavily researched. So we know that that, that can also go in there. Um, looking at proprietary blends, a product that completely discloses everything that's out there. If you know, and, and again, remember, if you're seeing something that's divulges how much like beta alanine it's got and it's under subclinical levels, mm-hmm. You can supplement later throughout the day to bring your levels up. Um, not every manufacturer can do well in balancing cost and, and volume of, of products, course. right? Um, if you put every clinical dose and everything that's in there, um, it might be a $90 supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just not realistic in the consumer market, you know? Um, Especially too, when some of the supplements that are in these pre-workouts can be purchased pretty inexpensively. So it's not like you're going to be mixing together four, five, six different ones, and they're all going to cost this much and above. So you really can supplement your supplement. And it's it really isn't a huge amount of cost difference where if they did put clinical dosages in, it, it'd be very expensive. Yeah. So well, let's here's the shady side of the supplement <laughs> industry also, another shady piece. The container itself, probably a buck and a half. The label's probably 50 cents. Mm-hmm. And the product itself, once it's made, and of course, manufacturer has the benefit because they're a manufacturer, it's probably a single digit cost product. Of course. Right. So there's easily 500 mark, 500% markup on a, on a supplement line. So 
uh, that doesn't get into the distribution and the payout and the commissions and everything else that supplement companies have to deal with, with moving and selling and retailing their product. Mm -hmm. But when you recognize that all people are doing is increasing profit margin and still putting out a garbage product, that's yeah, where it becomes where it suspect. Yeah. There's plenty of money in the supply chain for the manufacturer and the retailer, and then still give a decent price product to the consumer mm -hmm. um, and still have all the things that we want and we need. But as we've become more of an abundant society in, in some places, I guess, um, we have more money to spend and we go to what we believe a perceived higher value, right. higher price tag. It's got to be worth more. Mm -hmm. It's not. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you straight up, there's products out there that are times two more than they should be priced. Oh, yeah. Um, serving size is another thing. You'll see a lot of companies playing around and twisting with that. So yep. you're not getting a full 30 day dose. And keep in mind... Um, no one might work out for 30 days. Mm -hmm. So in their eyes, like, well, 30 days, that's, that's a month. Well, I, not many, not many people go to the gym 30 days in a row. Mm -hmm. So it might last you a little bit longer, but if you are a bigger person and you're doubling up the dose, that 30 might go down to 21 Right. and to pay 50, 60 bucks, $70 for something that doesn't last you more than two, two and a half weeks. That's a problem. Oh, absolutely. Um, so you want to make sure that your dosage is there. I'm sorry, your serving size matches, mm -hmm. um, that you don't have to do three times the scoop. This is another thing, you know, scumbags, they'll, they'd be like based on a two scoop serving <laughs> right. and there's, you know, there's, there's 30 single servings, but you know, you, you need, need two, two scoops to hit the dose that we're talking about. Right. Um, there, there's some of them are just scumbags. Now, other things as far as pre-workout, uh, if you don't rotate off one, uh, just mix them up a little bit mm -hmm. because you can develop a little bit of a tolerance to what you're taking. Um, caffeine intolerance is an issue for a lot of people. They do make stimulant-free versions of this. Yeah, that, that gets my vote. You're just going to have to go to... Um, uh, you're gonna have to find some other way to kind of jazz yourself up. You can still get all, you don't need caffeine as the transport mm -hmm. to do all those things. So even though you're taking a stimulant free pre-workout, it doesn't mean you're going to miss out on all those benefits. Mm -hmm. But remember, caffeine can help push through a workout. Caffeine mm -hmm. can help with focus. So caffeine's got a lot more in there. Um, other than green tea extract, um, there's another tree bark version of it. I can't remember the name escapes me. Yohimbi back in the day was real great. You put a drop of that stuff under your tongue. Um, You've done it all. And, and, and I liked a lot. I love experimenting like that. And um, I'd mentioned on another show, I used to take anything in the mm -hmm. 90s. I was 100% for the market. I took shit oh, yeah. that probably would have killed, you know, stray animals. But um, <laughs> I can appreciate now that I'm, uh, there's only so much you can do to your body before you start doing dumb shit to it that you can't undo. Mm -hmm. And my fitness, I want to be doing this for another 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do shit now that's going to compromise you know, you don't want to do, you know, <laughs> you've got an aneurysm getting ready to go and you take so much pre-workout right. that your blood pressure suits to the roof and you, you hurt yourself. You Absolutely. Know? Um, so a lot of this is common sense. Anytime you get a supplement, um, try a little bit on a half dose. That's work, exactly what I was going to say. Work your way up to a little bit more. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, if you have a, a, a weird reaction other than the, uh, the caffeine, um, give it a minute, mm -hmm. take a breath, take more water. Um, you want to take most pre-workouts 20 minutes before. I don't like taking it too much before. I want it to usually kick in right after my workout started, mm -hmm. not kick in during my warm-up. Um, so I've always kind of timed a little bit so that I, I'm not spazzing out the first five minutes of class. <laughs> um, I don't like the bouncing off the walls thing because I want to feel it when it kicks in during the workout. Yep. Um, if you take it an hour before, that's too much. You'll be already be on the downslope. Um, maybe six four to six ounces of water for me. Usually it's very tart. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the way they've got the taste set up. Um, 
I take the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Don't take too much. That's a recipe for puking. Yes. Um, well, there's that. And then you could also be going to the bathroom more than once throughout the workout. <laughs> right. Just pee, y'all. Gastric, relax. gastric emptying. Yeah. But you don't. It's kind of like make sure that you don't have any of the grit. So give it a good stir. Uh, but I yep. don't. I can't. I can't take any powders with a ton of water. Like I just like to. But I like. I'm with you. I like the tartness, the taste. Just consume it and get rid yep. of it. All right. So what else? What haven't we talked about? Um, serving size. Um, Number of servings in a container, mm-hmm. cost point anywhere from, for me, forty five to fifty five bucks. Yep. I want to be in that ballpark. Um, it needs to be exceptional to get anywhere near sixty dollars, mm-hmm. and it needs to be elite to go yep. above that. Um, and then if you find anything at that price tag, it need the higher the price tag, the heavier the scrutiny. Mm-hmm. So you better believe. I it. mean, really, really dig into it. Um, there was one more point I was going to make. Oh, so for the caffeine non responders, uh, that's another thing. We talked about a little bit on the creatine um, podcast. Some people are non-responders, period. Mm-hmm. So you might not get all those benefits. Um, there was no ratio. I can't reference any study, but we do know that, and especially with like creatine, some people are non-responders. Right. Some people with caffeine, they're non-responders, mm-hmm. um, or their tolerance is so high mm-hmm. that um, the ser- you know, a double serving of a pre-workout doesn't even touch it. Yes. Um, if you do take coffee in the morning and then you go drop your pre-workout, you very well could get sick, nauseous, and everything else. Mm-hmm. So count the coffee in the morning along with your pre-workout, Definitely. even though they're different. Mm-hmm. Um, caffeine doesn't have the same immediate stimulant bump that um, the dehydrated stuff does. What are the questions am I missing? Yep. Um, it's so much, like there's just so much information and it's, this it's really huge. good. Um, there's a million options out there too. Yeah. And we've tried, even myself, who's not a big uh, pre-workout person, I will have to say the um, non-stimulant one, I, I do drink that one because mm-hmm. the taste is really, really good. Um, but there's just a ton of information. I would always say uh, before you make your, you know, purchase if you're in a store, if you're not tied to us uh, locally, or you have not reached out for, to us on our opinion, we have we have tried dozens and dozens and dozens of supplements from so many different companies, and um, we will only ever promote the best and what we believe in. And as soon as we find a better product, as hard as it is to stop supporting one, you know, business. We have to take our money somewhere else and support that next business. Um, well, and I'll, I'll only put, I don't like pushing mediocre. No, 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 yeah. no. Nope. So we will always, um, but I think it's just with all supplements, the market can be very tricky and um, it is full of a lot of untruths. So mm-hmm. educate yourself, be smart. Um, and remember that it isn't, you're not just looking for that buzz where you feel like you're never going to come down like, like the high that you're assuming is straight from that pre-workout that you, you do want to notice other performance mm-hmm. gains as well. And, and remember some of these things, you have to build them up over the time. Better believe it. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention um, is you'll see a, um, a listing of other ingredients. Mm-hmm. Now there was a time where I would fight any artificial sweetener, tooth and nail. Um, but again, because most of these places aren't breaking out how much sucralose, that's mm-hmm. the one you're going to find in most of them. There are some natural ones. If you see stevia um, listed in any product, it's going to be higher price. Uh, su- sucralose is cheaper. So the way we look at it anymore is that I just try to reduce my exposure overall. Yep. I don't use Same it anywhere here. else in the house. I don't, you know, we don't drink sodas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really obsessed about, oh my God, I'm taking so much sucralose. I'm going to, you know, I'm doing harm to my not body. 
but recognize that for it to have any type of a decent flavor profile whatsoever, there's going to more than likely be some pre, um, some sucralose in there. Yes. Uh, the big unacceptable uh, anymore is to food dyes. The food dyes need to come out. And I know that just some of the sensitivity testing I've done on myself, mm-hmm. um, food dyes are unacceptable. Mm-hmm. It's regular pre-workout is ugly. I mean, it's gross looking. Some of it's brown. Yeah. Um, but you don't need to ingest. There is no benefit to it being blue right. or red, okay. you know, so get that shit out of there. Um, pay attention to it if you can. Yep. Uh, sucralose to me is more acceptable than the artificial dyes. Mm-hmm. Oh it, my gosh. If I had far. my druthers, that wouldn't be either. Of course. Um, but you also would be very lucky to find some of these supplements that cost between, you know, 45 and $60 to actually stay at that price if they switched over. Of course. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, we, I think, touched about 6% of this conversation. Oh my gosh, for real. It doesn't even come close. Um, I'm a big proponent. I don't know if that came out. I'm a big <laughs> proponent of pre-workouts. Um, I'm a big proponent of um, expecting a little bit more. I always look for actually tested supplements for the ingredients. Yes, look, for, look for stuff that's actually been proven to. Mm-hmm. The rest of it's filler, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, vitamin B is an abundant thing. Mm-hmm. So if, if half of your ingredient list is vitamin B, whatever, 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 I'm not looking for vitamins in my mm-hmm. pre-workout, right? Um, pay attention. Don't get duped into uh, comparing one for the other, especially if they're doing proprietary blends. If you see some goofy shit other than you know the supplements that we talked about, mm-hmm. If you see some goofy shit in there that just shouldn't be there, um, like you wouldn't look for omega three and six in your pre workout. Oh God! Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but if you got it there, what all they're trying to do is justify why their price differential is there, and they're they're marketing it to the people that are just going to do a line by line line item comparison. Like, oh, this one's got two more things than this one. Yes. Um, that C four that we talked about. It is 100% garbage from top to bottom. Yes. I don't even think it has the clinical, I don't think it even has the necessary dose of caffeine. And caffeine is the most clinical thing it has. Yeah. Well, there's a reason it's $30. I think, I think when we drank it, I think it was red. It's either <sighs> red or blue. Mm-hmm. So food dye. One or two times you're bouncing off the walls. And after that, there's nothing left in it that mm-hmm. does anything for you. The doses are so small. Um, I think this is it. There's one called Woke out there. Um, and they've got <laughs> alpha size. <laughs> Alpha GPC. So it's their version. They've trademarked Alpha Size, but Alpha GPC is for focus. That's but here hysterical. they called it Alpha Size. So some, you know, poor schmucko is going to think this is going to make me Alpha bigger because it's Alpha Size. It says alpha size. And it's it's GPC. It's a, it's a nootropic. So it's meant for mental focus. I'm gonna start renaming some stuff. Uh, here's something else that's weird: Deer Antler Velvet Extract. I mean, if what is that? Well, Antler Velvet was and I. I think it's got to be mixed with like the um, the pancreas. I think there's there's oh, multiple God. things that have I'm to go sick. with it. Um, but here they've got deer antler velvet extract in your pre workout. Awesome. Thank God. Um, <laughs> it, you're not. I mean, give me a break. So they they come up with these stupid names and it it ropes in the meatheads that don't know any better. Um, this one here, there's citrulline, citrulline malate, and the beta alanine are bad. The rest of it's crap. Six ingredients on here are crap. Um, no specific studies, no benefit. And the dosage is so low, it's insignificant. Yep. But somebody that's doing that line by line comparison, I know, but they're going to fall for it. I know it's, but it's going to be looking at going, why should I spend the $40 when I can spend $17 right. and not understanding that there's a massive difference. You get what you pay for guys. Yeah. Um, we will Isn't put that true some, everywhere. We'll put some recommendations. I mean, obviously we've got a couple that we're, uh, loyal Fans to. Of- 
or fans. Um, I can come off a pre-workout. I'm not jittery. It's gone before my workout's over, so mm-hmm. it kind of tapers off at the right time. Um, I'm averaging close to 200 pounds, so a normal dose does me well. Mm-hmm. I don't have to triple it up. I don't have to. I don't run out before the end of the month. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. So we'll put some stuff up there, and we'll also include a link just to some of these studies that we were talking about. If you want to go nerd out, <laughs> um, and you can see it reference a couple studies, it'll reference some of this more specific details, and then even the clinical doses. Um, you don't need it to be effective. Just be be a smart consumer. Um, Always. This is Slim Shady. I'm going into something and not knowing what you're buying. Better believe it. Okay. So uh, we'll finish out with just kind of like our, our spiel here. Um, we've got a couple more shows on the supplement lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've hit all the major ones. Uh, I know we haven't done fish oil. Um, we haven't done that whole, you know, what do you look for in that? What's the brand mm-hmm. name? Or not brand name, but what's the source? What's the best of those? Um we're, we rolled up uh, ergogenom- ergonomics, ergonomics, ergogenics, Ergoge- <laughs> and thermogenics um, in this one. Uh-huh. So uh, we were going to break those out, but now we put those together. But uh, there's two or three more that I think the general consumer gives a crap about. Um, then we'll be done with the mini series. Absolutely. Um, as always, guys, please like, comment, and share. Mm-hmm. Um, reviews are awesome. I didn't know if you guys are listening to this on your uh, phone. If you're using one of the apps like um, iTunes podcast, you can actually go in and rate it. You can hit a five star and you can put a little comment in there. Just says, hey, thanks. This is great. I'm not telling you what to write. That'd be nice. Um, (laughs) There'll be 10 five stars that say, this is great. Thanks. So, well, it's nice to always have other people vouch that we're not full of shit. And that's, that's welcome. So if you guys find, if this is beneficial, please go ahead and uh, comment, like, and share. If you don't think we're full of it. That's right. If you do, keep it to yourself. All right, guys. Um, thanks for jumping on. Uh, we you. hope to have the other one out here uh, soon. very soon. And then uh, we'll move on to our next mini series. Who knows what that'll be? It'll be, it'll be fun. It will be great. All right, guys. <laughs> take care. Thanks for listening. We love you all. Thank you. Later. Bye.